Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, it's party time again. Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground. This is Star Style, be the star you are, and it's brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are, 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. We are your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Rainey. And you're listening to us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Miracle Moment is brought to you today by Be The Star You Are Charity, which uh, will be hosting its uh, essay contest coming soon. If you'd like to sponsor, contact us at Be thestarur.org, and this is from Eleanor Roosevelt. Good friends are like stars. You don't always see them, but you know they are always there. Oh, I like that. Don't you like that? I do. You know, I think about that, too. My two best friends are right now on a trip to Africa, and, you know, even though we, and they live in Los Angeles, we don't see each other all the time. It's like when we talk, it's like nothing ever happened, and it's true. Good friends are like that. You know, they just twinkle and shine, and, you know, you know they're there. So we have a super show for you today. Uh, Coming up in segment two, we have Frank Healy will be back with us. He's going to talk about how we can change your life by healing your memories, and he's going to share some of his free new tools that he's offering to all our listeners. So you're going to want to stay tuned and and get your notebooks out for this one. And we're also, in our third segment, we're going to talk about how we can organize our desks and clean out that garage. And, you know, we can't just have everything be a storage shed. So we are going to um, organize ourselves. And But coming up right now in... Our health matters. Heather Brittany's going to walk us down that road and get us off the scale because helping us lose those last few pounds 
it's always like you get to this point and then it, you just can't get those last five ones off no matter how much you've dieted or how much you've exercised. But you have a few tips to final success. So suck it to us. <laughs> exactly. Well, as you said, it always seems like there's a little last five. And I know I always seem to be in that up and down, uh, you know, tiptoe of, of these five pounds. But a lot of times people, it isn't just dieting. It isn't just exercising. There's a lot of other things that can go into it. Uh, so first, one thing um, that you can help to kind of rethink to help you lose these five pounds is realizing any environmental toxins that are around you. And what that can mean um, is the simplest things as how you store your food. And a lot of times, you know, a great way, you know, you go out to dinner, you, you maybe you're doing portion control, you're not eating your whole meal. Um, leftovers, a lot of times, you know, we put leftovers in Tupperware. And we've done various uh, shows on before about the leaching um, and uh, BPA chemicals that can be in plastic. But sometimes those chemicals that can be in there um, can actually be ones that are leaching into your food that can affect um, your hormone levels. And what those hormone levels can do is they can alter your appetite. They can slow down your metabolism. So things you can do, um, one is toss out old plastic ones. Another thing is glass. I'm a huge supporter in using glass items. I don't have very many glass storage things for food, but I'm a big one for drinking water out of glass um, you should always be carrying down around the plastic bottles. And one, you're going to help save the environment by not using plastic bottles. But two, reusing the plastic bottles, the bacteria and the chemicals that can be leaching from that are dangerous to your body. So um, one thing you can do is if you ever drink something, for example, I get those kombuchas that come in those glass bottles. And uh, I love those glass bottles. Yeah. I I use them for my water now. Yeah, they're they're so great. After I did it, was I would clean them up, then I would put them in the dishwasher, and now I forever have these recyclable bottles, and the, with the glass, it's probably the purest thing to be drinking out of. Um, another thing, too, when it comes to stuff within your food um, is pesticides. A lot of times you see, uh, you know, talking about organic, what organic stuff really means is that it's pesticide-free. Again, what pesticides can do is they can affect your hormones. Um, it, it causes illness or sickness, too. So, Things you can do to avoid these pesticides that are going to affect things um, that can just kind of change, you know, the mechanism of your body is, one, try to buy organic as much as possible. Um, A lot of times that can be a little bit more expensive, but something that can be organic, too, is just going to farmer's markets or local produce stands. Um, Always wash your fruit. Uh, A lot of times we have this misconception of, you know, even if it just comes out of the garden or maybe it's pesticide-free, there can still be dirt and bacteria on it that can get you sick. Um, and fruits such as, you know, apples, berries, peaches, they tend to be the dirtiest, um, as well as, you know, lettuce. So just thoroughly wash your foods um, and store them correctly when you're eating Another thing... Um, you know, is, before you move on, though, I think that's such a good one because so many people don't take the time to uh, wash those apples. Or, you, you know, you grab a bunch of blueberries and you think that's good, but blueberries, you know, they're, they've all been touched by human hands. And so all of these things need to be washed. 
like I think like the cleanest food is something like a banana, something that you yeah, peel. Yeah, exactly. Things are oranges. Things that you have oranges, to get that are right? In with the mangoes, have a protective layer. You're going to be more uh, protected yourself by. Um, but things that you you know you including eating the skin, you're at more uh, you're more susceptible and more chance of getting any kind of bacteria or pesticides in it. Also, another so kind of moving on to the next thing is your body has two kinds of fats in it, um, and there actually is a good fat, as we've talked about with the things that we eat, good fats and bad fats. Um, good fat is something that helps raise your metabolism, and it's called brown fat. And what it does is it keeps your organs warm by burning calories. Um, so the bad news is the bigger you are, the less likely you're hot. You're going to have um, this brown fat that's helping you burn more fat. And actually, due to um, industrialism, how we live today, we know that we have heaters, we have air conditioners. Uh, we're not really relying as much on our own body's cooling and heating system. Um, so over time, we've sort of developed less of that fat and more of the bad fat. Um, so what you can do, actually, um, is in these summer times or winter times, um, turn down thermostat. So chilly temperatures um, cause muscles to produce the hormone. And, uh, and that, what that does is that stimulates the activity of growth of this brown fat. As you know, when you're colder, your body is working harder to bring your body temperature back up. Um, in the summertime, that can be kind of expensive. So you don't, one thing, you know, you don't have to uh, crank up the AC. Uh, open windows have a centralized, um, you know, open a cross breeze. Uh, again, something you can do is just drinking ice cold water. Ice cold water that has no ice in it, that's going to lower your body temperature and your body's going to have to use more energy. Energy is calories, more calories to bring it back up. So Think of that in um, in mind if you know if you don't want to crank up the AC. Another thing, check your medications. Uh, medications that can help you know aid with one thing can actually have side effects that we might not even be about uh, know about, including weight gain. Things that can stimulate cortisol and the stress uh, stress hormone in our stomachs. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we see the, those commercials for the medications we're on and it'll list all kinds of things. Um, but a lot of times, if they don't talk to us about weight control and diet, I know um, sometimes, uh, for example, when I was working in uh, women's health care, there are certain uh, birth controls that are linked to increasing appetite and slowing down metabolism. So we always like uh, to inform people because you have to outweigh uh, the pros and cons and how it's really going to affect you. So be advised about that. Check your medication. Um, if but Heather, does it, usually, it doesn't usually say that on like the bottle or you really have to kind of do a little more digging, don't you? I mean, it rarely yeah, well, says on the bottle will increase any, appetite. Any, anytime, anytime you start a new medication, a good thing is to talk with your doctor about all the side effects. If you are someone who is concerned about your weight or you're really trying to get rid of, again, the last stubborn five pounds, um, or maybe you started a new medication and you don't know why you're increasing weight, talk with your doctor and find out if this is a possible side effect. And remember, possible side effect means that it doesn't affect everyone. It is just a possibility for a certain amount of people. Um, and again, outweigh the benefits. Uh, against uh, the, the negatives, if this is something that has the potential uh, to like, cause uh, you to gain weight, but it's something you really do need, um, maybe it's a life that maybe it's a blood thing, maybe it's you know a cancer medication. 
Um, I'm trying to think of what exactly, um, you know, what is going to be more beneficial to you. And again, possibly that means that you might just need to um, reduce food, increase, uh, you know, increase exercise, or maybe go on a separate medication to help with weight loss if it is causing um, such an issue for you. Um, another thing is working with your cell phone. And something that sounds so, so interesting, but um, people use their cell phones about five hours a day, and that doesn't necessarily mean we're talking with them, means we're texting it. Um, and why would you want to go to the gym um, when you can just talk or walk on your phone? And a lot of times, uh, people, we get so caught up in this, and don't have that multitasking thing. Um, your cell phone, uh, and, and essence can raise your, uh, and you raise your productivity level of things that you're doing, um, but at the same time, it can distract you. It's a lot of times, um, you know, we sit, we sit, we're at our cell, we're at our computers, we're at our cell phones. So instead of talking on your phone, get a friend and go talking with them. I always love um, to meet up with a girlfriend. We call it walk in wine, where we walk with a little cup of wine um, down by the beach and we're walking. That way we're totally getting our multiple Oh, that's a great work. idea. So in other words, yeah, so in other words, don't just uh, hang around, don't sit down and talk. Take a walk, take a hike, yeah. do something like that. Yeah, let's meet up for coffee and catch up. Go for a walk and catch up. Get that coffee to go. Walk around the reservoir. Walk around, you know, get outside, fresh oxygen. Uh, sometimes having that other person, it's the little steps each day, you know, that we say park further away from their car um, than, you know, when you park at the grocery store. Um, you know, take the stairs instead of the elevator. Making those little small changes helps you get the, those little small bits that will help you get to those little five pounds. A lot of times those five pounds are the most stubborn. It's are the ones that stick around um, the most. Also, creating your home environment, rethinking your kitchen, um, organizing your kitchen and laying out things. I know um, one of the things I hate about our kitchen is we have these big, deep uh, closets, these big, deep pantries. I wish we had the pull-out ones because I feel like you can finally get everything in there and organized. And the thing you need is in the back. Um, and, and you know, if you own your property, I know you're renting, but if you're owning your property, I think that's the first thing that somebody should do when they want to get organized, is put in pull-out shelves. It makes all the difference. Yeah, and then organizing your kitchen. Well, one thing, too, is you have the power to control what you buy, what's in your kitchen. So a lot of times, you know, we do have those not-so-good, you know, we have sugary cereals or sodas or desserts, um, and we feel bad, gosh, you know, I just can't resist myself when I go in there. But the thing is, we have the ability to throw that stuff out. We have the ability not to buy it. Um, and not give in to these impulses. Uh, so one thing to been organizing the kitchen to be healthy, placing a lot of times we, we store our, our kitchen, our refrigerators with the vegetables and the produce on the bottom. So that's the last thing we see. If you store them more in eye level, so you see them, that's the first thing you're going to see rather than seeing, you know, sugary sodas up on top. If you do have trigger foods, store them and more behind places, first buy them in limited qualities. But, um, Store them so they're not as visible because a lot of times it's the same way how stores, grocery stores get you to buy certain products is they put them at eye level. They put the most appealing, the most bright, often known the sugary, the most unhealthy right at eye level. Healthier things seem to be at lower levels, also less expensive or higher. They want you to see the things immediately going to attract your eyes. Um, also, a lot of times, you know, people, they go directly in instead of going to the outside, which is where all the produce is. So 
in your house, rethink your kitchen. Um, well, and also, you know, I think that's a great idea of putting it at the eye level. And also what I find is if you cut up things like carrots and celery and mushrooms and things that you can munch on and, and then have like a bowl of grapes or whatever. And right now, like I have those little cherry tomatoes. If you just have those at eye level, that's what you're going to grab too. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, having little snack, little things prepared. A lot of times we go in there, we're hungry, and we grab for chip. We just want easy access things. Or even chips aren't bad all the time, um, or even crackers. The thing is we grab the bag, and we don't realize that one bag has 15 serving sizes in it. So a good thing, too, to get uh, to do, and the best way is to do it when you're full, get home when you're home from the grocery store, when you have time and you're not hungry, is to pre-portion out things. Um, you split, get a little thing of Ziploc baggies and separate, you know, pour uh, each cup of cereal into a Ziploc bag. Separate, uh, you know, uh, these snacks, crackers, you know, if there's 17 crackers, whatever the serving size is, and a Ziploc bag. And that way when you grab them, you're just grabbing one serving size. And it's going to have that same thing that you're going to see what you're eating. Um, a lot of times, you know, when we're dipping our hands into this endless of this, we have no idea that we're actually consuming the whole bag. So when we have these little snacks on the go and they're pre-portioned out to the correct calorie size, that's going to help us save calories and actually make us feel more satisfied because we're completing um, our little thing at, at hand. Often vegetables, carrots, my goodness, and, and spinach, you can have cups upon cups um, and it only, excuse me, only being uh, less than 100 calories. So the best thing is to have portioned out things. And things are going to be higher volume in water. Uh, watermelon, uh, carrots, celery, little snacks like that. Keep low-fat dips around in the house. The same thing, little portion out sizes. Or when they make little... Like yogurt. Pot. And, you know, you can make a lot of good dips out of yogurt or hummus. Or, exactly. you know, or I was just reading one and I thought, oh, it sounded so good. Of Because if I grow fresh beets, of roasting the beets, then putting them in a Cuisinart with some garlic and a little olive oil and a little spice, and you blend it all up and then add it to hummus. I mean, it sounds really good. It's a oh Middle Eastern God. thing. It's that like the Mediterranean sounds- diet. Well, Heather, these are all fabulous tips. It sounds like we can definitely shake off those last few pounds. You know, with if we just um, eat and act a little more mindfully. So could you wrap it up? Yeah, most definitely. The big thing is we have the control of to do um, our life every day. So keep healthier snacks in the house, pre-portion them out, um, and be aware of how you're storing your kitchen. For more information, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org as well as BeTheStarYouAre.com. Well, wonderful segment that really, you know, it inspires me to just to be healthy all the time. You feel better. You know, you feel better when you are. Well, when we come back from break, if you have a memory or memories that you can't stop thinking about and getting upset, you want to turn up the volume because our memory expert, Frank Healy, will be joining us. He's going to help us change our life for the better by changing our memories. And he's got a great exercise and tools and products and newsletters and all kinds of things. They're going to help us do that so you don't go away. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We're live, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Be the star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. 
light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Be the star you are. You are. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, I often talk about pioneers on the planet, and Frank Healy is one of those people. He wrote the books, Living with Phenomenal Memory, and heal your memories, change your life. And now Frank has been appointed the official selfgrowth.com guide to depression. Today on our show, Frank is with us. He's going to offer a free coaching and counseling session by walking us through one of his exercises from his book, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life. And he's going to share with us how we can all benefit from his free newsletters and reports that he's now offering through his website. Welcome back, Frank, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Yes, it's good to be back. Well, it's always good to talk with you because you are one of those positive people that is always pushing forward and has bright ideas. So let's get to your, in your book, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life. One of the things that you are really, really emphasizing is the importance of getting to how our memories are affecting us today. And so, so often we don't realize that we are suffering anxiety or we're angry or we're depressed and we don't know what those, where those emotions are coming from, right? So you suggested that we do an exercise called Disarm the Bad Memories. Will you take us through that? I think that we want people to grab a journal or get on their computer with a Word document or, or type into their phone, right? That's right. Okay. So let's. Uh, why don't you give me us a little backstory about this? Because uh, just to refresh people's memory, you are one of a very few number of people in the entire world that remember everything 
literally the days, the time, what happened, who you were with since the time you were a child. Uh, how rare is that? Well, they've all, the University of California who studied us have only found about 50 of us who can do this. <laughs> like, uh, uh, two of them are boy, 11-year-old boys who were on 60 Minutes recently, and there's the actress Mary Lou Henner. And I was studied, too, because I, I remember every day of my life since I was six years old, and I turned 54 in May. So that's 48 years of everyday memories, including like everything that happens to me. I remember the date. I remember the weather and any news I hear about, as well as personal events. Now, along with go, this goes the idea that all the feelings behind the memories, I remember them too. So, so I had to find a way to at least get rid of the negative feelings from so many memories. I mean, not that I, I mean, I've had a fairly good life, but any time a slight or a bad day on a job or losing a relationship, that sticks in there. So I created some ways, since I'm also a licensed counselor and a life coach, mm-hmm. I created some ways to heal the emotional pain from memories. So even if you still remember the incident, you let go of the feelings. And I can imagine that this gift, I mean, it is a gift that you have, a rare gift. It, it probably comes with a lot of joy. But as you said, just being human, we all have negative things that happen to us. You know, we have bad days. And holding on to the bad memories sometimes is easier than holding on to the good ones. So often, you know, it's like you can have 100 people say how great you are and that the one that sticks with you is that one person that tells you something awful. So let's start with this exercise so that we can all learn to disarm bad memories because we all have them no matter who we are. So what is the first step, Frank? Okay, in this exercise called Disarm the Bad Memories, which is part of my free report, it's, uh, the first step is select a memory that you would like to forget, maybe one that you still have some bad feelings about, but preferably one when you were in very different circumstances from where you are now. So and when, I think it'll give when you, you say different to... circumstances, give us an example. Like maybe if it's a memory when you're in school, when you were in school and you're now out in the working world or a, a memory of a previous job that you no longer have or previous people that you lived with, but maybe you're still holding on to bad feelings about it. So we still have baggage about whatever that experience was. So, okay. So we have to select that memory. Or, okay. So as soon as everyone selected that memory, then are we going to write that down? That's right. You can write it down or, and pick one. Of course, pick one that you still get emotional about. Now, have you been able, you know, while people are thinking of that uh, memory, have you been able to eradicate the negative memories that you have, you know, whatever it might have been of a day maybe that you didn't feel well or, or you know, that school was challenging or you were late for an appointment? Are those, with this exercise, has it been able to mitigate those feelings? Yes, it has been able to help, to help me and a lot of the people I've counseled and coached to, to just let go of the feelings with it and re- really put it in the past then so those feelings don't affect, don't affect you now. 
Okay, so let's, um, we have our memory now. We have the memory that we want to, to uh, kind of erase. So let's go to the next step. Okay, the next step is you're going to ask yourself the following questions about the memory. And you could just do this in your head, but I think it helps to actually write it down and see it on paper then. The first question is, do I still see and have contact with the people who were involved in the memory? Now, if, you're, if your answer is no to that, then that's when you begin to feel like you're letting go of it and start to say to yourself, why does that matter now? I don't even see these people anymore. And if the answer is yes, then we'll go through the... Uh, the other steps can help you, and even if you said no, the following steps can help you even more. Okay. So let's assume, let's just assume that people are still in contact with um, the person that made them feel badly, even though maybe it's not daily. They just, you know, they run into them at the store or at church or whatever. What's the next step? Okay, the next, the next question would be, do the circumstances of the memory affect my life now? Like, if you see that person, do you really, who maybe had a bad experience with, do you really have to say anything but hi to them? And do you really have to dwell on the bad memory just by the trigger of seeing them? Yeah, and the answer to that is really no, isn't it? I mean, we all have a choice. We don't have to. So yes, that's, that's, it. that's you a great always question. Have a choice. Yeah, so that's a great that's a great question. Then now to the third one, what happens after that? Okay, now the third one is where it really can get to be fun. The third question you ask yourself is, is there anything about this memory that I can laugh about now even if I could not laugh then? Mm. That is a good no. one. You know, that's a that's really a good one because I'm I'm thinking of a memory of my own. I'm doing the exercise along with you here. And when you say about laughing, then I, re- I can really see the humor in the experience right now, where I couldn't see it then, but now I see it. Oh, yes. There's lots of, uh, yeah, lots of examples of that, of this. Well, would you want to share or maybe I sure. could just give an I'll be happy. I'll be happy okay. to. Is, um, the experience that I'm thinking about is when my children were quite young. Uh, they were four and eight, and they had a four-wheeler, you know, one of those motorcycles with four big wheels, and they oh, were yeah. driving it. They were driving it together um, in this new, what's kind of a, a farm area where we had moved, and we had just moved. And the next thing I know, there were police at my door, and the police had been called by a neighbor because they, um, they, they the neighbor said that these kids were driving on um, well, it wasn't private property because it was it was communal property, but that you know they were causing a racket. They wanted the kids arrested, four and eight. Oh, <laughs> and I was so when I found this out, I was like, what? And it turned out this person who was this little old bitty, had, um, she was just a, you know, one of those nosy people that was in everybody's business and she had nothing to do all day but to look out her window and, and she was always complaining about somebody. And so anyway, I was, I was absolutely furious. I just couldn't believe anybody would think anything like this, especially since most of the place where they were riding was on our own property. But when I look back at it, I have to laugh because 
who, what kind of person calls the police, Not doesn't call their parents, doesn't knock on the door, calls the police, you know, and says, we have a major disturbance in our area. <laughs> you know, it was like the kids had gotten, they're four years old, <laughs> you know. So I, when I think about it now, now it's just, it's, it's ludicrous. It's a very funny memory, so I can let go of it. But, you know, I never really laughed about it until you just brought it up. <laughs> yeah, funny memory where either you or somebody else overreacted to something. You can now laugh. It's easy to laugh at now. In fact, sometimes even if you express your thoughts out loud, you can see how silly it is that you might be worried about something or mad about something. Now, in my... Uh, in, in my free report, when I, where I describe this step, I use an example. Suppose now you have a real good job in a major corporation, a great family, you're very successful, and you remember one night 30 years ago when you cried because you couldn't get the hang of twirling a baton. Like uh, <laughs> stuff that really doesn't matter now. Oh, you know what? I that is a great one because I remember wanting to be a majorette and having the hardest time twirling a baton. <laughs> Let's give out the website while we're talking about your free report and your newsletter, so that people can at least go to your website and realize uh, all the great products and what you're offering them. So the website is phenomenalmemory.com forward slash products, and when you go there, you can click on you can get the newsletter. You can get the exercises. Of course, you can get um, Frank's books. And there's more information at phenomenalmemory.com as well. So, all right, we're going back to our exercise. So now we have been laughing about uh, what has happened. We've realized that there's silliness in everything and that, um, you know, I used to feel bad about not twirling a baton. So now I'm okay. So, so the next like one I read is. Your mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You did read my mind. So now, what is the next step? That is a that is a really good one, actually, Frank, for me, because I actually still have dreams sometimes of marching around trying to twirl that baton. <laughs> okay. All right. So the next step. Yeah, the next step actually follows from that. I think the next step is you can ask yourself. Can I feel good that my life is now different from how it was then, even if your life isn't perfect now? It's at least better in some way if you don't have the problem that you had then. Right, right. And, you know, that word perfect, we, there's no such thing as perfect. We're, we're all humans in training, right? So the That's thing right. is, is that usually year by year our lives get better if that is the path. And that's, again, getting back to our choices depending on the choices we make. So basically, we really should be a different person today than we were then. Yeah, that's right. You know, and everybody can look at I always say the only comparing that you ever need to do is to compare yourself to how you were at a past time when you hadn't developed as much. Like, don't compare yourself to others. Just compare yourself with your past self. You know, and that is actually something I think that everyone needs to learn just in life in general. We always talk about competition and, you know, 
oh, this person got the job because blah, blah, blah. But the reality is I've always believed that the only person we're in competition with is, is ourself. And we can only be the best person we can be. We can, you know, because that's who we are. We can just be who we are and then and do our best in everything. So if you feel then that you've been able to release this past memory in some way, do we have another step? Yes, there's actually a couple more steps. Now, some of you might, many of you might be doing all right already, but you have an option of a couple of additional steps. Then ask yourself, am I a different, we've kind of already talked about this a minute ago, ask, am I a different person from who I was back then? So you can, and going beyond that, after answering these questions and you no longer attach any importance to that memory, there's one thing you might feel a little silly about. Why was I ever still mad or sad or anxious about that? Or, you know, so, so the final step in the thing is, in the exercise is, well, I forgive myself for letting myself be upset for so long. And I have, in my book, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life, I have some good material on how to forgive. Well, Others they, as well as yourself. Go ahead. Yeah, and it's, it, you know, this, I think this is a huge thing. Forgiveness is one of the greatest gifts that we can give to ourselves because you know, we, it doesn't mean that we have to totally forget, but if we can forgive what has transpired, then we can move on. We can forge ahead. And I, for, so often people think we have to forget, forgive other people, but the reality is by forgiving ourselves, it frees us. So we're free to go on. Now, how this, this has worked really wonders, I know, uh, with your clients that you are coaching. And um, the book is Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life. We're speaking with Frank Healy. He is the memory healer, a healing by Frank, I call him. So it's how to move on in your life to a phenomenal present and future and forgive the past. But do you have instances ever that people, it takes longer for some people to let go of a past memory that is not serving them? Or do you find that sometimes holding on to the anger or the depression or the sadness or the frustration, whatever it is, it serves them in some way? You know, some people just like enjoy being negative. What's your take on that? Well, if somebody just kept holding on, then in addition... There's a couple things I would do. One would be more exercises with them because there's a bunch of them in the book and four more of them in the free report, which is five exercises you can do today to heal your painful past. And But in addition, if I were counseling or when I'm counseling or coaching somebody, I would explore with them why they're holding on to the negativity and the pain. And a classic example is when someone is still sad about losing a loved one, even a year or two later, I often say to them, well, do you think that maybe the sadness is the only way that you can still feel connected to them? How about if you just remembered the good times you had with them? You'd still feel connected then and feel better. So we explore why they're holding on to negativity and sadness. Now, that's a, that is a very interesting one because... It, I think, uh, first of all, that happens a lot with breakups, you know, when you have a romance and then it, it goes south. 
and only one person wanted to break up. But also, if we actually lose a loved one through death um, or a serious illness, sometimes those feelings just kind of come bubbling up. So if we can somehow change that sadness into the joy for the time that we had them, I think that would be a huge gift. Now, how often will you be having reports and how often will you be putting out your newsletter at phenomenalmemory.com forward slash products? Well, currently it's a monthly newsletter and it it contains more more articles that you can't get anywhere else about healing your memories. And in the future, I'm planning on interviewing people uh, about how they overcame a bad memory and are now happy and successful. And there's stories like that in my book too. So, and it's possible that probable that maybe in the future, if any member of the newsletter wants to be interviewed, I can do that with them too. Maybe have a YouTube video on the newsletter that's online and or just. Oh, that tell sounds the story. interesting. Yeah, that sounds like a great great thing. I want you to also tell us you are now the official guide for depression on selfgrowth.com, which is the world's largest self help website. So congratulations for that. That's Thank you. That's really, that's quite an honor. So what are some of the, do you have any certain duties that you do there? Or will you be having your reports there and your newsletters? Well, yes, if you click on, if you go to, a, go on to selfgrowth.com and then click on mental health and then the drop-down window on depression, or you go to my page, you'll, you'll see a banner that, when you click on it all, it'll have, well, it'll currently have the same information as on phenomenalmemory.com products and, and underneath it, I've written 21 articles about various topics, not just depression, but memory and healing anxiety and, uh, all different topics. So there's a lot of good reading there and there's two articles on depression and memory healing that are featured at the top of my page. So, and I'm always going to be expanding on that, writing more articles. And currently my newsletter comes out once a month. But if we get enough members, I might do it twice a month. And as far as free products, that'll be a surprise. I just may keep adding on every so often. So if you keep following me, you could be getting a lot of new products as well as um, I have some other book, books in the work for the future. That's what I was going to ask you about was the your next book because I thought I really loved Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life. I think it was it's just it's such a solid book and uh, you know it it really um, encompasses everything that we really need to be happy in life and to erase the bad memories. Like you know you have a chapter in your book which senses do I use most and. You ask, you're asking people to really identify whether they're visual or auditory or olfactory or gustatory or kinesthetic. You're right. And I think this is, you know, that's an important thing to know for your learning style. I mean, so you touch on a lot of important things. Now, Frank's website, again, where you can get his free newsletter, his products, his books, find out all the things he's doing, is www.frank.com phenomenalmemory.com forward slash 
products. I'm wondering, Frank, if these uh, wonderful articles that you're writing, because you're certainly very prolific in writing, will you be turning those possibly into a book down the line? Yes, I think I'm planning to put some of them together. Like, I think my next book is going to be an, an expansion on the chapter and heal your memories about using your past memories to guide your life, like what you've proven to be good at and not so good at as kind of a guide for for careers and choices you make in your life. And so some of the... And I've, I, I've written some articles even on... Uh, well, I have some in the works on applying faith and spirituality to healing your memories, as well as using the law of attraction, how you'd be better at it when you heal your memories and what you want. So, um, I, have, I have a lot of plans for expansion. Well, Frank, you know, and those are all connected, too, because when you talk about the law of attraction and then you also talk about going towards what you're good at, you know, heal those uh, negative memories, find out what really worked for you in your past, really dissect it. Because I've always really believed there's no reason we have to reinvent the wheel or we don't have to be good at everything. I mean, if we're just good at what we love to do, life is going to be more joyful and maybe we won't have so many negative memories. Maybe we will start creating positive ones. You know, and with that thought is, do you have a suggestion for your clients that you work with on in the moment when something negative is happening, how to actually register it in your mind as not negative. Is there a little trick that we can do? Well, sometimes I I think the best trick for that is to extract something positive out of it. First, you need to recognize that there's many ways to look at everything. For instance, you just you just had a romantic breakup that you had high hopes for. It happened to a friend of mine a couple weeks ago after five years, and think, well, maybe it's an opportunity. This might be an, or just assume that it's an opportunity to meet someone else or to be single for a while and explore new things about yourself. And uh, sometimes just having a fight with a friend, it could either be an opportunity to, so when you make up, the friendship could be stronger or to decide they're not one of your best friends anyway and emphasize the other ones that you have. I like that way of looking at it. You know, I've always felt that despite when I feel, you know, rejected or sad about something, I always say when a door closes, a window opens. And then it's always... It's our choice whether we're going to to jump through that window or at least peek out and investigate. But if we do look at the positive side or the funny side or whatever it is, you know, then I think that we'll have an easier time um, keeping ourselves on an even keel and changing our life for the better by healing those negative memories. Well, let's send people to your website once again. It's phenomenalmemory.com forward slash products and Frank Healy, and that's spelled H-E-A-L-Y. He is the author of Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life, Move On in Your Life to a Phenomenal Present and Future. And right now he is offering uh, these free reports as well as the, the, this newsletter 
when you go to his website and get his book and you can sign up and do all the things. And, of course, you can always go to selfgrowth.com where he is the, um, the guide there, the official guide for depression. So that's really quite, um, quite, uh, quite an honor for you for all the work that you've done. So, Frank, do you want to wrap up our incredible healing segment with some last words or advice that you want to share? Yes, I'd like to say that anybody can heal their memories. Sometimes when you have had a memory, even a real memory that seems like a really bad trauma, and you can be so used to feeling a certain way that then you bring it in, you bring the anxiety or the depression or sadness or anger into everything in your life. It might seem like you're just genetically programmed that way, but that's never the case. And you can just, you can heal anything. Well, that is definitely, that definitely leaves us on a hopeful tone. I love the idea that you can heal anything and use Frank Healy as your guide because he is your memory healer. Again, his book, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life. Go to his website, phenomenalmemory.com forward slash products. Frank, thank you so much for being here with us again on Star Style Be The Star You Are to share your insights and your expertise. And we will look forward to having you back again very soon. And uh, we want everybody to go to his website and pick up these incredible products that will change your life. Thank you so much, Frank. Yes, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to have Frank on with us. Again, Heal Your Memories, Change Your Life, Frank Healy, PhenomenalMemory.com, and for the products, PhenomenalMemory.com forward slash products. I'm Cynthia Bryant. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. When we come back, we're going to get a bit organized so that we can change our lives and lead a happier, healthier, more productive one. Stay with me. I'll be back in a minute. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. How do you stop being humble to a fault? Well, try these strategies for starters. Read your own bio. No kidding. Whether you're prepping for a job interview or psyching yourself up to meet a prospective client, take a look at your own resume, your bio, your LinkedIn profile, and let all those accomplishments sink in. Remember that before you persuade others of your value, you better believe it yourself. Second, keep a file of thank you emails and letters just in case reading what you've said about yourself isn't enough. Keep a thank you file full of all the nice comments you receive from happy customers, from clients or colleagues. Put them out whenever you need to remind yourself how great you are. Now, I always suggest to clients to keep a journal called How Great I Am. 
and write down these comments. Put them in a folder, and that way you can check them out. And then also use a team-building exercise. When you want to build trust or respect among your team, ask them to partner up and share what are their strengths. You'll be amazed at how powerful it is to hear how great each other are. You are the, the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information to get a coaching session, visit star-style.com or call 925-377-STAR. Well, I wanted just to, to give you some information since we only have a few minutes left on how to create a super efficient home office, first of all. And whether you have an office for your job or just the bills, you want to set it up to get more done in less time. So you got to get rid of the junk. And we're talking about equipment you don't use, files you don't look at, records you don't need, paper clutter in general, because these all slow you down when you're looking for things. If you haven't opened a file or used it in a couple of years, Either trash it, recycle it, or maybe put it in the attic. Don't put it in the garage. I'm going to tell you how to clean that garage in a second. Next, replace those single-purpose items with multi-purpose devices, like a printer, for example. Get a printer that's a copier and a scanner in one machine. And replace old backup drives with the new high-capacity, high-speed drives. That will help you be more organized. Fine-tune your layout. Arrange your desk, your shelves, your storage units so that everything can be accessed quickly and easily. And you want to keep your technology, you know, all within arm's reach. And then we get to storage. Use boxes, bins, and drawers for different items. A box for computer staff, another box for office supplies. And keep these items by your desk and then put away the rest of the ones that you're not using. And at least once a year or sooner, you should go through all of these steps and do it again. Now we get to cleaning out your garage because the garage has become a glorified storage shed. I have four steps to clean it out as well. And I'm just as guilty as everyone else is that, you know, everything ends up in the garage. But a couple times a year I do a cleaning. So first of all, you want to empty it. Take everything out. Start with the first item you remove. Sort each one into piles. It's either stay, put elsewhere, go to garage sale, get thrown out. Second, clean it. When the garage is completely empty, that's when I use the shop vac. I hose the floor with the nozzle in its most powerful setting, or I just get out the mop and Clorox and scrub, start at the back, and I put it in to, uh, you know, spray it out. And I push the pulled water out with a broom. I leave the door open, and then I let it dry. I've added storage units. So instead of having things piled in the garage, there are shelves and bins and drawer units and bike racks and hooks Because you need to store things in a place that you can see. It's not just your car, but everybody has some heavy equipment. Maybe you have a lawnmower, and everything takes up space. Then bring in only what's necessary. Put things back that you truly need to be there, and be merciless. If you think maybe, oh, I'm going to want it someday, then you really need to put that in a box. Maybe that you're going to store somewhere else, maybe in that attic again. Or let it go to a garage sale, and make sure that the things you use often, like your tools, are all cleaned and more accessible. And seasonal items, holiday decorations, etc., may be put up high. And then if you, where I live, we're not allowed to have garage sales. But if you can have a garage sale, there's a few things that you can do. June through October is usually the best month for a garage sale. You want to start in the morning early, and a one-day sale of five or six hours is usually enough. 
you want to take out an ad and usually on Craigslist or, you know, do your Facebook, whatever it is. You want to put signs around your neighborhood, clean and prep the merchandise and then price it to sell. You know, things that are a dollar to five dollars are going to sell really fast. Also have a free pile and make sure your layout looks nice and clean and then be ready with change. You might get lots of fives, tens, and then you might get some twenties and then people won't buy if you don't have the change. And then you want to take any reasonable offer so you can get rid of it all. Maybe have a bag with a lot of stuff for a dollar. Well, those are some tips on getting organized, cleaning your garage, and making your workspace better. So thanks for being great listeners and allowing me into your life every week. Make sure that you are tuned in to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Wednesday from 4 to 5 Pacific here on Voice America Network. To learn more about Be The Star You Are charity, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. More about Star Style, star-style.com. And until next week, when we celebrate again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. And don't forget to heal your memories and change your life. You can do it. Have a great week. Be with you next one. The star you are, be the star you are, you are the star, be the star you are, It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.